0: This is the Big F and Deal, Carl Fredericks, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is The B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Joining me in the studio today is my lovely... Hello? Hello? Anybody? Anybody there? Oh, okay, guys. Uh, it's uh, this is a solo show. This is the B show, and I'm your host, Corey Smith. Uh, Michael Vegara is not in the studio today because you know we have lives. We're recording this a day later, and he, I think he has class right now. So we don't ever want to ever promote skipping school because that is not cool, kids. You don't want to you don't want to be a bum living in a van down by a river. Um yeah, I mean, so anyways, this is the B show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow us across all different social media platforms. Uh, social media platforms at CWR four one five. You could also find us at our home, soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also, any other find podcast delivery applications will do as well, including the Apple, iOS podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. <clears throat> so this is the B-Show. I'm here. You know, usually me and Michael, we go back and forth each week reviewing a different show. One week I do 205 Live. The next week he does NXT. But since I'm here all by my lonesome, I will be here all alone giving you the results for both shows. So... I'm not going to waste any of your time because I'm sure you're probably already tired of hearing my voice. Uh, Let's get started with 205 Live. The first match of the night was uh, the Brian Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher versus the Lucha House Party. And, you know, it's never been announced if they're going to have these cruiserweight tag team titles yet. But management keeps booking these matches in a way that... Kind of hints that, you know, we're going to get something, you know, they keep saying tag team supremacy and they want to be the best tag team here. So I don't know where they're going with this. Um, They're kind of dragging it on for weeks. Lucha House Party, I mean, has established themselves as the most dominant tag team in uh, 205 Live. So, you know, we'll see what happens with this. I mean, this is a decent match. Um, You know, Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher still kind of coming together as a tag team. Like I said a couple weeks ago, they look like a tag team right out of 2K18, you know, like two random guys that the computer generated up that you have to go against um, Where Jason Jett booked you in a match against. Um, It started at a pretty slow pace, uh, but then eventually Graham Metalik and Lince Dorado sped things up. And after a short contest, uh, Lince Dorado won for his team with a beautiful uh, shooting star press off the top rope. Um like I said, we'll see what happens with this um in the coming future. I'm I'm hoping for cruiserweight tag titles, but at the same time I don't wanna drown WWE in titles. There was a point where we had a title for freaking everything. Uh the hardcore title, European, intercontinental, two tag. I mean, I think we're getting back there again. So and I think it was Ric Flair that said it a while ago where that when you have that many, when you have that many titles, it kind of devalues all of them in a sense. So, I would like to see it, but at the same time, it's I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Next up, we have Tony Niece, who is one week heel, one week face, and I, I mean, I don't know where he's going. I mean, this is a, a couple of weeks ago; he was kind of the face going against Drew Gulak, um, and now he's going back to his. His ways of counting his abs, Um, things, you know, things of heelish nature. So uh, he squared off against uh, Keith Clayball, uh, who is, uh, I guess, a local uh, local enhancement talent. Um, So it was it was a squash match. It was really fast. The premier athlete dominated um, within a couple of minutes, hitting the running knees. Mm, Decent match. It was what it was. So. What are you gonna do? Um, and then our in our vain our vain event our vain event, sponsored by Wiener Schnitzel. Um, no, our main event for the evening was a uh, was a Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali, and this I mean this is a really good match, going back and forth. Um, you know Mustafa Ali beating him a couple weeks ago in the the cruiserweight title um t- tournament. Um, and you know. This had both superstars going back and forth. There was a great, um, like tilt a whirl, uh, DDT thing that Mustafa Mustafa Ali did off the ropes to Buddy Murphy, which I thought was really cool. Um, never, I even I think Nigel McGuinness spoke and said, "I I've never you know oh, I've never seen anything like that, Percy." Um, and uh, yeah, it was a great match, but Mustafa Ali fell short in this hard-fought battle. And um, Murphy eventually hitting the Murphy's Law um, to uh, secure, a, probably secure a title shot. You know, we had uh, was it Cedric Alexander backstage kind of looking on, uh, wanting to go out there and kind of do something and fight Buddy Murphy. But hey, man, Mustafa Ali, he has to fight for himself. And that's what he had to do. Let his buddy fight, you know. So next up, I mean, it was a great match, all in all. Um There was that where he tried to do the 450 splash when he was in between the ropes, uh, but missed. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Mustafa Ali after this. Hopefully he'll have a feud with, I'm hoping Drew Gulak, because that would be a good back and forth. If they've done it before, let's revisit that, you know, especially since Drew Lack is probably in the peak of his 205 Live career right now. So... Uh, next up we have NXt the most exciting and see this is what I was talking about earlier in the week I was trying to tell Michael you know he was up in arms about how backlash was was not fun and I I agree with him I was it was it was horrible Monday night Raw yeah Smackdown live yeah all right it was it was what it was um but at the same time, I kept saying it was going to get better, and it did. I mean, with 205 Live this week, um, that main event, Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali, followed up. Main eventing the week is NXT, and NXT, guys, I mean, like, what is there not to say about NXT? It's probably my favorite show every week to watch, Um, and I think it's one of the main things about it is because of the fans there. You know, the fans keep up the excitement there. They're just all smart marks. Smarks, as you call us. Um, well, they will. They know when to cheer, and they're not going to necessarily hate on... I mean, they'll hate on you. No, 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 don't. Never mind. They'll hate on you. But at the same time, they're good fans. They're good peeps down there in Florida. Uh, first off, we started off with a ricochet promo, one of a kind, coming out to the ring. Demanding his NXT Championship match, like, dude, you don't go up to the next title just because you lost for the North American title. I'm kidding, Ricochet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably deserve an NXT Championship match, um, but you know, it's uh, it is what it is. Um, out comes the Velveteen Dream, which this seems like a really good uh pairing between the two because man, they were going back and forth. The uh, the promo skills by the Velveteen Dream are just phenomenal. I mean, let's, I just want to take a minute to to congratulate Patrick from Tough Enough. Man, if you didn't watch Tough Enough, this is where the Velveteen Dream started. He was a contestant on Tough Enough and probably one of the most enthusiastic, hardest working contestants on Tough Enough, Patrick Clark. Um, he was he was really good. He was eliminated. Um, you know, everyone thought he would make it to the very end, but man, now Velveteen Dream with Ricochet in the ring, and he comes out kind of saying, "Who, who are you? Why do you have the authority to ask for an NXT title shot?" And, and this is where I wanna, I wanna just give out my fan. of the I forgot to give out my fan of the night um, award earlier in this week. The fan of the night goes to. The older gentleman with the white shirt on, NXT front row, who is just so enthusiastic you know, for everyone coming down. There, uh, Velveteen Dream's coming down. He's fanning himself, saying, I love you, Velveteen. Um, yeah, and there was another point where I think, I can't remember. Who was it? Who was coming down? But someone was coming down, and he was just like, I effing hate you, man. Fucking hate you. It was like, whoa, dude! And I think his friend was just like joking and holding him back. Whatever, I think it was funny. Hopefully, it was just a joke. (laughs) Hopefully, this dude's not really out there just like freaking out. Like, no, this this is where he lives. He lives in the bowels of the Full Sail University Arena, which probably doubles as a dance hall and teaches classes. So yeah, Uh, a lot of good back and forth between Velveteen Dream. Um, saying, you know, anything you can do, I can do better. Ricochet, and Ricochet just saying, prove it. Velveteen Dream slowly slides out of the ring, as he as he usually does, you know, as he did with Aleister Black. He falls forward and then just, you know, falls back. Crawls backwards out of the ring. Next up, we have our first match of the night, which was uh, Raul Mendoza, who got his match. Finally, not having to be attacked by anyone. Uh, Raul Mendoza versus E. C three, the top 1%. And, uh, I mean, there was a little offense by Raul Mendoza here and there, but this was primarily a squash match. And in my opinion, I mean, EC three is just made for the main roster already. He doesn't really have a dangerous or technical move set, but he looks good at what he does, you know, primarily striking and slams. And this is the match where I kind of give it up to the fans in general at Full Sail University. Because when I say they know when to cheer and not when to cheer, is they weren't really into this match. But when EC3 would raise his hands or you know ask for people to cheer for him, they would cheer. And that's not like every, you know every set of fans everywhere you go. Maybe a lot of places who are smart to the business and know how to put on a good show for the TV crowd Um, EC3 hits his finisher on Raul Mendoza, which is like a torture rack to a stunner type thing. EC3 eventually, um, says, oh, that's what it was. He, uh, he, what was it? Yeah. He says he comes out or he's leaving the ring. Kathy Kelly. Hi, I'm Kathy Kelly. EC3 what do you think about TakeOver and the ladder match? He says, I'm, I'm over the ladder match, you know. I'm I'm past that ladder match. He said, adversity is what makes a man. I'm a man with a mind like a scientist. A body like a mythical deity. And a, an absolute precision in that ring. And he's looking to rebrand NXT as NX3. I, uh, I really hope they do at least one night where EC three wins NXT. He just wins it or buys it somehow. He's the general manager for a night and rebrands it as NX three. Why not, man? it's it's always fun when it's just different, you know, have a little side logo It says nX three. Who knows? but but yeah, he he hit up the the spray tan a little hard last night in my opinion. I don't know. um. Backstage we have uh Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch going up to Pete Dunn, you know, I don't like you. I really don't like you. You know, just but, but we need to work together. Yeah, you know, we need to. Pete Dunn just kinda like, yeah, all right, whatever, nobody I'm kind of an asshole. I mean, what do you want me to say? So Um he come they kind of set up the match for next week, which will be Undisputed Era versus uh Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch, and Pete Dunn. So next up, we have the next match, which was Dakota Kai versus Vanessa Bourne. And man, you know, first off, Vanessa Bourne has that like awesome. It's kind of like a rock and roll, southerny, mainstream rock and roll theme song. But man, is it cool. She comes out and after weeks of seeing a whimpering Dakota Kai, she finally gets a backbone. Um, I mean, at least for a for a moment. Uh, Dakota Kai wins this match, um, and then, yeah, then Shayna Baszler comes out, she, you know, stares down Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai goes back to her whimpering dog fate, or her dog uh, act, and I just, what is this, man? This is, like, week after week, she's just, crawl like, she is, like, like this is like she has PTSD or something, and I'm not trying to make fun of people with PTSD at all. But it's like the second Shayna Baszler comes out, she's terrified. And I get being terrified of someone, but man, you're supposed to be someone who fights for a living. This is almost worse. No, this is worse than Bailey not being able to use a weapon in a hardcore match because that's not what she was made to do. Um, so I don't know. So Shayna Baszler comes out, stares down Dakota Kai, but attacks Vanessa Bourne, um, kind of, kind of like a curse to, like she is the, um, Dakota Kai's curse. She will forever follow her, kind of, um, kind of, kind of in her face. Kind of do something. Do something about it. Dakota Kai leaves the ring, gets backstage. Kathy Kelly asks her what happened. Yeah, I, I don't know, you know, the, I was just out there and then Shayna Baszler comes up. Yeah, What do you want? What? Do something, do something. Yeah, like, all right, Shayna, calm down. Dakota kind of whimpering into a corner. After that, um, Shayna Baszler walks, I guess, back to the ring to beat up more on Vanessa Bourne. No, I don't know what happened, but she like walked back to where, if she was coming from the ring, she came from this little spot that was just, If you were going back that way, you'd be going back to the ring. I don't know. Maybe she's gonna go out to the crowd to enjoy the rest of the show. Who knows? But Nikki Cross, who has who has been gone for a while, was just chilling. Everyone says chilling on the undisputed um, the undisputed era's playground that they have and laughing at uh, Dakota Kai. I hope. um, I hope we'll get a Shayna Baszler Dakota or a Shayna Baszler Nikki Cross match in the near future. I'm guessing for the next Takeover. We'll probably have Dakota Kai first. And then, I mean, if I don't see Dakota Kai going over. But, yeah, then we'll have Nikki Cross versus uh, Shayna Baszler. So, next up we have War Raider. The War Raiders versus Heavy Machinery. And this is where I started, like, really thinking about the whole, you know, why did War Raiders change their name? Is it because there was another team with the name Machine in their name? Heavy machinery, war machine. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it, it's just a random thought I had. But nonetheless, this was a, this is a, this was okay match. It seemed like Goldberg versus Gilberg, if you know what I mean. A little bit of these are the originals versus these are the knockoffs, and I don't want to label heavy machinery as knockoffs, but they did, they do seem a little cart like a cartoony version of war machine um so basically war machine goes over with you know what was it the uh he hits the toe oh no oh, there was that nice spot where hansen hits that tope suicida um yeah i didn't write down to finish guys only the best at city wrestling radio but war raiders go over and pretty much squash match you know we'll see what they have next they will probably be going for those nxt tag titles eventually the war raiders um probably have a number one contendership with tm61 we'll see next up we had a video speaking of uh, tm61 we have a video promo from street profits which is uh them in their ring gear training at a basketball court so yeah right on you know i always say when you're training, you should probably train in the... You know, if it's for sport, you train in your sporting gear. You know, you don't want to have extra weight on you and not expect it later. You want to be prepared for that. So they train in their wrestling gear to know the efficiency of their attire. So, kudos to them. But they're going after TM61. So TM61, watch out. Next, we have the confirmation of the six-man tag match. Undisputed Era versus Burge, Lorcan, and Pete Dunne next week. So... I'm really looking forward to that. Next, we have the main event, which was Tommaso Ciampa. Boo, boo! You suck, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that's where the uh, the fan, the fan of the night, the white shirt uh, corner guy, call him. He was screaming, "I fucking hate you, Tommaso! And his fan was holding his buddy was holding him back. It's so like I said, dude. Right on. I ho- I hope, yeah, fan of the night. Um, this was a really hard hitting match, back and forth. Um. Cassius Ono's working that eye just like at one point. I mean, like, I mean, Tommaso Ciampa just looks more and more evil too. And the more bruised up he looks, because Tommaso Ciampa had this bruising around his eye, I guess, due to Johnny Gargano a couple weeks ago at TakeOver. And man, Cassius Ono just kept h- hitting an elbow and hitting elbows. Man, going back and forth, but. Um, unfortunately, it was not enough to stop Tommaso Ciampa, who eventually took the win on Cassius Ono. Um, this was, you know, NXT this week was good. Um, I, you know, I probably didn't do that great of a review, guys. I'm sorry if it wasn't that good. Um, if my review wasn't that good. NXT was good, but guys, go look at it. I mean, what did you guys think? I mean, is it is it right? to be jobbing out Cassius Ono like this every every time he wrestles. When's the last time Cassius Ono actually had a win on TV? I'm sure he has a bunch of singles wins. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. I hope I really hope he's training the younger guys because he is a little bit more up there in the age. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah. I don't know. Guys, let me know what you thought. I still want to hear from you guys. You know, you you guys got to let us know about what you think and questions you have about NXT and 205 Live. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. We're across all different social media platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Like I said before, a little at logo. C, the, the big C, not a small C. Big C, I mean, it's the same thing. But I think the big C looks cooler. So if you do the big C it'll make us seem more like like CWR415 not just like hi guys we're CWR415 we're going to sit in the corner over here i don't know man i don't know Are you guys tired of hearing me I, I i don't know i wish i had i wish i had a chat going i wish i we need to start a chat room so i need to see what you guys think like especially during these solo shows i need someone to go back and forth between you know just i can't look at this blue there's a blue chair right here next to me empty blue chair And yeah, so guys, um, they will join me in a little bit for the new, the new, new show. Don't worry, because I'll have someone to talk to eventually. So I totally understand if you didn't even get to this point. I don't think a lot of people do. But guys, like I said, don't forget to like, share, subscribe across all different forms of social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at CWR415. Find us at our home, SoundCloud.com slash city wrestling radio and all other find podcast delivery options um you know we did skip out uh yesterday on uh on recording because you know we have like i said we have a life um but i would like to give a birthday shout out to uh, a belated birthday shout out to uh sir william regal sir stephen regal sir william regal general manager of nxt happy birthday it is a new one for you, a new year, a new life, and you are now the gentleman and gentlemen next day. So, congratulations. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I hope you guys had fun. I know I certainly did. I'll see you guys in a little bit with the new new show. But this was the Bee show. Thanks, Beekeepers. I'll see you later. Bye.